All right, hold on. Is it on Facebook? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so if y'all want to share it off your phones. Okay. Share it too. Are you ready? Let's get it. Let's go. Welcome to the Tampa 2 Podcast. I'm your host, Ashcon. I got my co-host, Cameron. And of course, we got the main special guest, Sean. How's everybody doing today? Hey, we good, man. It's football. Can't complain. How about you, Cam? Man, it's a uh, Buccaneer football, man, in the divisional round. Haven't heard that since, what, 2003. So 2003, 2000, oh, divisional round. Divisional round, yes. We have not passed a wild card, so. Man, it's it's great, man. It's a good feeling. Um, I'm I'm super pumped up and excited for tonight. Are you as nervous as me? Are you? Are I you am. Feeling pretty I am definitely. I am definitely nervous. I mean, if we do end up losing, um, you know, I'm still like proud of what we were able to accomplish this season. Um, but obviously, we know why we brought in Brady. So it needs to either get done this year or next year. So. It's, uh, isn't, that was, that was the... isn't it crazy one or two things could happen? Um, this could be the final Bucks game of the season, yeah. or this could be the final time we ever see Drew Brees on the field. Yeah, man, that's it's nuts. It's going to be crazy. Um, I know, obviously, the Saints are going to bring their A game. We all know that. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it's surreal. You know, I have so much respect for Drew Brees. I always had that little – dislike for him only because he plays for the Saints, but I always respected the dude and, um, you know, I wish him the best, uh, but I, I do want him to go just out on a defeat imagine that. in yeah, his just final imagine. game. We are the reason he, he's the last team he plays. That'd be, that'd be dope. Yeah. I know, I know Sean would love it. Listen, <laughs> yeah, look, I take pride in beating Drew Brees. It's not very often, but I Wait, love why are you him. saying why do you say you take pride? You're not on the field. Oh, first of all, y'all better y'all better be quiet for y'all get dropped today. Look, <laughs> hey. whoever hey, hey, it don't matter who wins today. I'm Green Bay Packer. Go pack go bro, next you're week. You're so How am I fake, fake, bro. <laughs> you're so fake. You you're just you're just fake. How? How can you how can you be a, a Falcons fan and then Root not on uh, go against the NFC South. Like Both you just can't do that. No, we will talk. But also, I do like the Packers. Who who don't like Aaron Rodgers? Twelve gauge out there slinging the ball. Then the same. Who don't like that. You like Aaron Rodgers? You, you can like Tom Brady. Fuck that. No, he's a fa- he's a fraud. No, he's not the goat. <laughs> oh, I'll see how Aaron Rodgers did Leonard Floyd yesterday. Oh no. <laughs> Reach for the pylon. Tom Brady could never do that. He could never. He, doesn't need to. he just has six rings. He just by has himself, a ball offense. He's, he pu- pulled out a mortgage to go to the Super Bowl this year. Why you hate? You wouldn't yeah. do the same. So you're saying if you were a quarterback for a team and you're a GM and owner and all coach, we're like, hey, we're going to give you these studs to give you the most optimal way to win. And you're just be like, nah, man, I could do it myself. My but name that, is Sean. But that makes you look like a Does it or does it? Or- or if he wins, it's not going to matter because at the end of the day, he'll have seven rings. Or six. Yeah, eight. He'll have six six rings. No, he has six now. That's what I'm saying. No, six rings with Bill Belichick, and then the seventh one will be bought. You know what I mean? All right. There's no winning with you. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. You feel me? That's how it is. Listen, man, I I didn't I haven't liked Tom Brady forever, but if he, if he pulls one out for us, man, that's uh, – 
that's a big thing on his resume because everyone's saying, you know, him and uh, him and Bill and and obviously they, they I, I believe they did feed off each other, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I agree think, with that. I think I Brady Brady's showing that he's able to do it on his own. But not really. But again, he's he's twenty he's twenty years in, so of course he's going to know the game and ins and outs and and what he needs to do to to be able to win and and then with a talented roster like ours, you know. He has the, the talent around him to pull it off. And bought some more people. Um, but <laughs> Who, Gronk? <laughs> no, Gronk, Fournette, A.B. Fournette um, has, hasn't oh. even really been a factor this season. What do you mean? He's Gronk, Gronk, has, right now. Gronk has been a factor more in blocking than receiving. But also partially um, receiving. I just don't understand why. If Tom Brady's the GOAT, you shouldn't need to do that. That's my thing. Or is it because I don't mind? Sports. So here's the thing. I'm ne- once again. I never said Tom Brady is garbage. I never said that. I never said that. It's on record. I've never said that. I don't believe he's the goat for these reasons right here. You need this built roster to go to the to the to the bowl. Aaron Rodgers has not had that. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, and a pretty stud defense. Yes, but a lot of that's homegrown. That's what I'm saying. So okay, we've only had Tom Brady for a year or two. We don't have, we don't have, but, but he had a pretty stout roster in general. All right. Are you saying, so are you saying right now, are you saying that Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Bill, Bill, Cameron Bray, Bill, but that's what I'm saying. You have that stuff already. What's the need for everything Because look else? what happened. And, and even OJ Howard, but look what happened. OJ Howard went down. Yeah. Cameron Bray. Okay. But is it, okay. is it, you know, just like a running back, you know, a lot of people utilize two tight ends. And yeah, Cameron and Rob Gronk and Rob Gronkowski can block. And okay, I'll Tanner give you. I'll give you, Rob, there, but, I'll give you. Okay, Rob hold on. I'm not done. Not done. Then you draft Keyshawn Vaughn, which I'm. I'm gonna agree with you on this one, most likely. Okay, but and then you grab you grab Leonard Fournette, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna agree with you. But the, because I do believe in Ronald Jones. But then look, Ronald Jones is unlike probably not gonna play today. I would not be okay with Keyshawn Vaughn taking the load right now. Yeah, especially when he. Fought. The last, you know what I'm saying? So, so you have to like take a look at that, and then obviously it would have been it would have been great, you know, having a couple of different linemen on reserve because right now we're are we going with Larson or Watford as to fill up Kappa's position? I think it's Larson. Is no, no, no. It was uh, Stinny. It was Stinny. Oh, it's Stinny. Okay. Yeah, okay. Stinny. I like Stinny. Um, but um, no, but but Sean, that's, that's like you can't really say that because that's like every off season, every team makes moves and picks up picks okay. up players, drafts, free agents. So it's just like every off season. Of course, yeah, yeah. Brady is the one that reeled in maybe Gronk out and of AB retirement because Gronk said he doesn't. Yeah, well, right, and AB. But um, I mean, we could have possibly, if we really wanted to make a run for Fournette. I mean. Even if no. we didn't have Brady, I, I don't know if he would have signed, but we I think if we really wanted to make a run at him, mm-hmm. we would have. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just – it's like any other offseason. I mean, so say if we didn't get Brady, we still would have tried to, you know, bring other pieces to come in. Not saying that they would have signed for sure, but we still would have tried to do some sort of offseason acquisitions to improve our the team. Only every, one, team. every team does that. Every the, only, the only players we probably wouldn't have got – is AB and Gronk, which are huge factors. So I'm not going to, like, like downplay their productivity. But realistically, that's the two. Because Leonard I, Fournette, I, yeah, I agree with you. You never know. We could have we could have potentially brought him in. You never know. He I mean, was a free agent. He, I mean, 
I mean, he yeah, made his, he, he's making like, you know, a couple of mil already off the jack. So he didn't need to sign a huge contract because it's kind of, he's getting two. So realistically, Leonard Fournette and Myra, let's just say that. But, you know, with the whole situation with OJ Howard and then Cameron Bray, you know, thank, I'm, you know, I'm just happy we got Rob now. And he's, he's feeling it nice. Because, I mean, even though he didn't have much productivity against the Washington football team, he blocked like motherfucker. And that's the reason we established a run game on him. At one point, we averaged close to six yards a rush before yeah. Lepwich abandoned it again. But, <laughs> but anyway, so I agree with you on some of it. But at the end of the day, you see the value of bringing in these guys, especially in the locker room. And it just goes to show Tom Brady's character that you haven't heard a word out of Leonard for that. He's not getting a thousand rushing yards. He's not even getting four or five hundred. And you haven't heard a peep out of him. You haven't heard a peep out of AB. You haven't heard a peep out of Rob Gronkowski, who are not really getting significant amount of touches minus the couple games that AB has. I'll give you that. But it's like you're not hearing a peep because they're all in here to win. They know the. They know what they're here for. They know their roles. Yeah, they accepted their roles. Because that's right. Kind of. As, as far as wide receivers, it's Mike Evans. Yes, yeah, Chris Godwin, but it's Mike Evans. Tight end, it was supposed to be O.J. Howard, but now it's Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Bray. Uh, running back is Ronald Jones. And, like, they all came in knowing that. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. I mean, we, we had a – we all know, I mean, even people that don't like the Bucks, I always see comments saying, oh, you know, Brady went to a talented roster. Everyone knows we had a talented roster off the bat. Right. So, right. you know, and, and I mean – Again, Brady Brady doesn't have to prove anything. I know. You know what I mean? He's got he he doesn't. He doesn't. I mean, maybe he's, he, he, he maybe doesn't proving it to the crowd. Right. He doesn't, really, he doesn't need to prove it because at the end of the day he'll just do this. Yeah, he has he has six at the end of the day. But the obviously he's gonna he wants to prove that he could win somewhere else. I mean, why not go to a talented roster like us where we're gonna you know, give him the pieces. Exactly. We have the pieces already around him. So, I mean, he's already kind of set up for success. Yeah, it's making it easier for him, but he still has to go out there and, and execute it and, you know, still learn the offense all in one season, which he's, which he's you know, I give him big-time credit for because obviously he's had his struggles, but he's a, he was able to pick it up very easily. I mean, dude, 40 touchdowns, what, 4,500 yards? I mean, that's, that's amazing first year in a new offense. Um, and then learning it as you go during during a season was was is remarkable in, in itself. So I mean, I do give him credit for that for sure. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just like any other off season, man. I mean, obviously it was a, just a big jump. Uh, every everything revolves around the quarterback. So you know, it, it's always big to get to get a, a a new starting quarterback. So that's all it was. I mean, we, he he did help us get those players, but it's just like every other off season where a team is going to make moves to try and improve their team and, and do a Super Bowl push. Because just like B.A. said, we're not we're not in this to just get to the playoffs. We're trying to, you know, hold up that Lombardi trophy. At the and, end uh, of the day, so. We'll let you finish it off, Sean, then we'll move on. So go ahead. Okay. No, what I'm saying is, look, and this kind of piggybacks off your point, Ashcon, is that you said Tom Brady doesn't need to prove anything. And he, and he does not. Okay, you're right. Because realistically, it theoretically, matter. he does. I mean, You're realistically, he doesn't. But theoretically, yeah. As far as success, he's he's been he's successful. So he doesn't he need doesn't, to prove that part. But he wants to prove to himself that he can do it without oh, sure. Billy Boy. So sure. that's what this is all about. But the fact that you go somewhere, it's kind of like. And hold on, before you go on, I don't mean to interrupt you, and I because I want your opinion on it. Has he proven it? No, not even in my make, opinion. 
going to do I don't the playoffs? Think, I don't think you go somewhere and having to – and I get what you're saying. Off-season off off acquisitions happen. They do. They, every team gets them. But the fact that you have to like like a stockpile and like I said, take out a mortgage just to win, even though you had a stacked roster in general, you want that insurance policy. Like, no, I'm gonna do this, bro. Like, you have a stacked roster, just go take them to the Super Bowl. So change the Bucks' names to the Falcons. What would you say about it? Fuck no, I don't want that shit. Look, what do we ever? When we went to the Super Bowl, how many how many players did we did we bring from everywhere? Probably two. Three, Muhammad Sanu, uh, Alex Mack, and um, Dwight Freeney. Those were the three that we brought that took us to the Super Bowl. That the most of the, most of it was homegrown. Oh. Look at fucking oh, that Kansas. flavor. That flavor of big is fire, fire, isn't it? Fire. That fire. I love that one. What is that? Sorry. The key line? bro. That, that shit. Line shit is, that shit is amazing. I Sorry, I have, the, I have like the attention span of a fucking squirrel. I'm like, Sorry, go ahead, bro. I didn't um, mean to cut you off. But if you look at the teams in recent history, some I would say the Rams, when they went to the Super Bowl, they were bought as well. But um, the most recently one, the, the, when the Patriots beat them. But uh, other than that, realistically, ain't nobody – it's just like, to me, that's like – it's fine because it doesn't matter what I think realistically. But at the same time, no, if you're asking for my opinion – What's your opinion? I, I don't – I don't think he has proven it yet. I think okay. after this year. So here's the thing, right? So remember when we, we were talking earlier um, with all that's going on with the salary, with like all these players getting ready to drop off. Um, if you guys don't make the Super Bowl this year or win it next year, you're going to lose a lot. You're going to lose a lot of players, and that's just fact. Mm-hmm. Can Tom Brady still t- take that same roster? back to the playoffs, back to the Super Bowl. If he does that, then I'll shut the fuck up. Bottom Hold on. I think he actually has a better chance of making the playoffs next year, and I'll tell you why. So you have the Saints, which if I read it correctly, they're going to be in a huge salary cap like deficit next, next season, right? Am I right or wrong? I think that's just – Yeah, Saints, yeah. Saints are in cap are hell. They? Saints. Gonna, yeah, they're going to be cap hell. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not going to be able to they, – I remember they're going to be like, we're going to see a whole new Saints roster next year. And if anything, they're probably expecting it. And then you got Jameis Winston that's going to take the realm, which I hope, you know, I don't, whatever. We've had. I guess him and not Taysom? Yeah, they've already, they want to resign Jameis. Yeah, Peyton already. I mean, Payton who knows? Said that they want to resign that could be, Jameis. That could be fake to. It could. Try to, it could. You never know. I mean, but what's the be benefit? But what's the benefit of that? Because they can't trade him. They signed him to a one year deal. So, what realistically is the benefit of having him up? Jameis? Um, Jameis? Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he, he stays there. I really don't think he. I do. He stays. He. I mean. I think so. he's, yeah. he's, He has some personal vendetta yeah. against the Bucks. But anyways, let's move on. Um, you know, so they're not going to be the same roster. And then obviously with Drew Brees out, that's going to take a hit. Um, we got the Falcons, who I had as a good team this year. I'll say that. And then they're still now a question mark. Coaching. You got the it's coaching. Okay. Go and then you, keep on. You got the Panthers, who I don't think are going to be anything crazy next year either. So it's like. Okay, maybe we don't have to be the the greatest team on the planet to win the to even win the NFC South, you know? Because I don't see the NFC South being necessarily super competitive next year. If if what happens to the Saints happens, you know, so we'll see. I agree. That, that's I just agree. my opinion. So knowing that, we might not need to. But at the same time, you look at Antonio Brown. He got his incentives, or he's getting them. He's going to have a full season now. So if we sign him to another one year, and I'm just speaking what ifs, you know, you guys can debate all you want. 
We give him the one-year deal again because he is 32, 33, or whatever it is. But he uh, with incentives, which he'll most likely get because it's Brady. You know, they just I mean, look what he did. They just gave him the catches. So you got that. You know, Rob Gronkowski only wants to play Brady. for the. So he'll take a bet minimum most likely if he wants to stay again. And then the big the question mark is what we do with Leonard Fournette. Y'all might drop him because y'all have Rojo. Why would you keep him? Because look what just happened. Because why would you? Look what happened today. Okay, but all right, all right, all right. Why not give Keyshawn Vaughn? He's a rookie, man. Give him another season. I, he, you're preaching oh, to the oh, choir. You're, you're oh, preaching okay. to the choir, bro. You're preaching to the choir. That's my number one thing. I don't mean to keep going on tangents. Is the, what the Bucks do is they don't give people chances. You're preaching to the choir. Oh, yeah. yeah, they don't. They really don't. Yeah, they really don't. The the thing that you got to hold a factor though too is there's still guys, core guys that we got to keep. We still got to resign Godwin. We still got to resign Matthew Shaq Barrett. Um, Barrett. I missed that. I man. don't think they yeah. keep him. They do. Devin White. They do. Devin White is going to need to. I know he's got you know a couple more years anyways on his contract. It's but, Levante you know, David this year. Yeah, we're going to. They're already saying the Cowboys are a a good team to look out for for Levante David. No. Nah, if y'all Levante, Levante is not going anywhere. Y'all let y'all let Levante David anywhere. go. That's the dumbest move in Buffalo. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I would just. I mean, I'll just say one name and then that's it. I, I would Michael, Michael Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Michael. Yeah, but Michael Bennett was. He's not on the same role, level. He was a role mean, player for old. us, right? I mean, Levante is like our one of our heart and souls. Of I mean, people. we almost let Derek. Of, of all Brooks time, if too. it wasn't for Derek Brooks wanting to stay in Tampa, we almost let him walk. He was about to well, sign yeah, up the Saints, but that was when Derek Brooks was on the back end of his career. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I mean, Levante is still playing at a high level. I mean, he's still getting snubbed for the Pro Bowl like usual. He got second team All Pro, which is BS too. But you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I think I think I, I could see us. What like you said, Ashcroft, I could see us doing that to Levante when. He gets to that uh, level of when Brooks did at that point where, you know, it was given out on him. But I could see us maybe saying, hey, you know, we're going to move on. I will say one thing. The one person they're giving a legitimate shot consistently is Jason Light. I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. How, well, I mean, he's. How many he's times done. can you drive? How many, how many times can you go through quarterbacks and still remain he's, GM? Realistically, it doesn't happen. He's done fairly decent, though. You know, he he's brought in. So when we brought him in, we I know obviously we had McCown or whatever, which was just to hold us down for that season. But then he drafts Jameis, which we kept for five years, and then he brings in Brady, which obviously brought us instant success. Well, yeah, Fitzpatrick was the backup though to to Winston, so that was just that was along with Winston. What a so. Adventure that yeah. was. He's a legend, bro. He's yeah, that's oh just, man, that was exciting. Where he lit it up for us. They hold him in games. Miami this year, bro. They hold him in Miami. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think they did. They definitely did him. Uh, they dirty. They did sure. him dirty because at least, at least when Jameis was eligible to come back, we started Fitzpatrick another game, and then he struggled, and then that's where Jameis came in. Yeah. So. Um, at least give him if he's if he's balling like he was, they should have definitely rolled with him. But you know we ain't worried about Miami. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think White overall has done done great. I mean, um, we can of course talk about his knuckleheaded moves with the draft and everything. 
like the kicker second round and all that. But I mean, you know, let, let's let's talk. Let's, that happens with really every, talk about that. that happens yeah. with every GM though. Every GM misses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every single one misses. You're not going to have a perfect draft of but all seven of that. those players or eight players are going to be perfect. Here's the thing with that: we're, we're, none of us are in that room, right? Yeah. There had to have been some notion that he was going to get selected. Like it's just you're not going to trade up for a kicker to have oh just to do it. Yeah, I'm sure there was. There had to be. I'm sure there was buzz, but it's just like this season with uh, was it the Rams or who was it that bluffed like they were going to draft Justin Ward so we traded up. So it's just like that. Yeah. Um, There had to be some notion. Again, we're not there, but I don't mind us like throwing a dart against the wall. Hopefully it sticks. I mean, look how many corners we've drafted in the second and you know you know round. I just don't say. You risk a second rounder. Yeah, you risk a kicker. That, risk is, that, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, I mean, risk is, theoretically, is, the risk is not worth it for that position, yeah. at least. It's not worth it. You know. No, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying because you could literally. Saying, then we dropped a Mac A too. You could literally, you know, there's kickers that aren't even kicking in the league halfway through the season. They're at home chilling, watching Netflix or whatever, and then teams call them up and I be mean, like. Halfway during the season, hey, can you come? Boy, hit a my kicker went down, or he sucks. Hit a fifty yarder. So it's there like, you go, oh, bro. They, nah, can, nah, there's no. They way. can literally hit up Ashcon. Nah. Hey, I saw your video. Come I try to first try try out. You know, I tried a fifty five yarder and I shanked it. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I, I'll never get yeah, that no. pick, and that was. But he he know. has missed. He has definitely missed, and that's all GMs. All GMs are gonna miss. So, um, yeah. are we? What's up? What, are we getting into this? Uh, Buck yeah, Saints. Well, we could. Act, that's going to be the biggest thing we're going to talk about. So I think we should talk about other topics and then just finish off with that because that's going to be eighty-five percent of this. So let's actually. We I'm lost sorry? nine viewers. That's crazy. No, I'm just looking at the views and shit. But um. But yeah, all right. Let's get into it. Let's all right. So let's actually. Let's, about, well, let's talk about the fourteen viewers. At one let's point. uh. Let's talk about <laughs> the um. The Falcons first. All right. We got let's you get on it. here. Falcons. Yeah. So wh- <laughs> what's your thoughts so far, man? I'm into well, you it. Like, you like the I'm into it. And I've, Ben Harrison, I don't know if he's still in here, but he was like, oh, y'all hired a uh, coach before you yeah. hired a GM. Let's no, that is incorrect. Read the comment. Why that do y'all continue to entertain this hater? Sean Gale, Falcons hired a coach before a GM. Typical bottom feeder franchise move. What's your comments on that, Sean? First of all, Ben, you know <laughs> you know all too well what a bottom feeder franchise move looks like. But 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 – you got to do your research, man. The Falcons have all but hired Terry Fontenot from the Saints. He just can't – he technically cannot be hired yet because the Saints are still in the playoffs. It's kind of like Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, Ben took the 49ers job from, from – uh, what's it called? From interview number two. He took it. But he could not physically accept the job until we lost the Super Bowl. Ultimately, I think he threw it. But also, whatever. Um you got to run the ball. It's, it's facts. Like, just run yeah, the ball. Yeah, move move on, okay, anyway. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Terry Fontenot and the Falcons have pretty much mutually agreed to the GM job. He is essentially our GM. We're just waiting for the Saints to lose. They beat you guys this week. we got to wait till next week. Um, so we actually did, we did the interview with him and pretty much agreed with him first. Then we went and got Arthur Smith. Uh, Arthur Smith, yes. Um, now let's talk about Arthur Smith. 
I like what he brings to the table. Um, Arthur Smith is an off, an ex offensive lineman, so he knows all too well about protection and run blocking, zone blocking schemes, all that stuff. So he's he, you know he's not dirt cutter. And this is get him, get him, the, get him the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> get him the fuck out of here. Dirt cutter is that that is a son of a bitch right there. And he, but, um, uh, uh, Arthur Smith. Um, and everybody keeps saying, oh, he had Derrick Henry. I mean, kind of, but he also made Ryan Tannehill look decent. Uh, they were number one la- two years ago in red zone efficiency, which we lack in. They were number two this year in red zone efficiency. Um, average four yards per play. That's on passing and running. Like, yeah, we, don't, we won't have Derrick Henry, but we'll have a, a decent running b- back in Quadre Olison and Ito Smith. Um, can't get enough of that boy. Um, so he he's coming in understanding that, and him coming in as well is good news for Matt Ryan um, because he has worked under a lot of the coaches that Matt Ryan has worked under, including Mike Malarkey, including um, Matt Lafleur. Um, all of these guys are connected somehow. I think that's the main reason why we wanted him. Um, is he the flashiest pick? Is he Eric Bieniemy? No, but this fits the organization. I was not like I was actually I, I was I was actually happy about that that pickup. Would you? Right there. Would you? And his. Would you have been happy with Eric Bieniemy if it was him? I think Eric Bieniemy brings um, that flashy. I gotta ask a question. Uh, okay. No, go 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 ahead. No, I think he brings that flashy offense, but that's not necessarily what's needed. If, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't need that. We have the tools. It, as long, so long as we keep Julio, possibly not. Um, which I'll cry. Um, I'll cry like a grown man. You know what I'm saying? If we lose Julio, but if we can keep Julio and Matt somehow restructure contracts, do whatever we got to do to keep them, this dude Arthur Smith is gonna is gonna ball. Yeah. You know, he might have to say <laughs> Yeah. Is that brand new? Ooh. First of all, roll, 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 motherfucking tide. Roll, oh. motherfucking tide, baby. That's that's fresh. That's fresh. Who's that? That's the boy, that's the right? Legend, there. boy. I told you, man. I love that guy. Yeah. I hope we can keep him. I realistically. Uh, I, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you remember at the beginning of the season? What did I say to both of y'all? You said there is, a, you know, that Julio could get traded. They but still haven't said anything, but if I'm, it's now looking like a realist, not realistic possibility that it could. You and Cam both said there's no way that's. I don't actually have Cam said that. Sorry, not, you definitely said there's absolutely no way that happens. And I said, and I said, don't, don't throw away the idea. Now here's the thing. Arthur Smith comes from an offense with AJ Brown. Who is a similar receiver right. to Julio but this Jones? Wide receiver, I think he right. want to this wide receiver draft is pretty good. Jalen Waddle, Devontae, and who? And what team are you that likes to draft Alabama receivers? I will fucking kill you if you get Devontae Smith. Oh. Yo, that that dude is an animal. I'd rather you all get Justin than Devontae Smith. I'm not trying to fucking buy a Falcons Devontae Smith. No, but I think. I'm gonna get RJ in the water. I'm probably gonna get. I him. think Julio stays. Wherever team he goes, is I, I, it's pro. 
I don't know. It, it, it's the reason why it's so scary is because I can see cases for both of either of them leaving or staying. Here's the I thing, can, though. Can you? I, I see him more staying yeah. than leaving, not because of the freakish talent. And Sean and Cam, you know how I feel about Julio Jones. I'll get to it. No, 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 not even that. It's the contract and his availability. Because what kind of ability is the best availability? So it's like, if you're not available to play because you constantly have hamstring issues, and yet, granted, he does play and, and all that sometimes, but it's like every tackle you're worried, is he going to step out? It's like a Mike Evans. Mike Evans, every single tackle, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. But that's another thing. So it's like, again, you, are, you guys already know my things about Julio Jones. I still think he's the number one receiver in the league. Don't fight me if you want. But he's always hurt. I wouldn't say always. It's been the last two seasons the, where he's had issues. Think about this. But the fact that seasons, age, injury. It's no. only going to – I'll gonna point out – you're right, you're right, though, but I'll mm. point something else. Something else out. When Kyle Shanahan and Steve Sarkeesian were our offensive coordinators, how often – go look it up. Julio how played all 16 games – well, not all 16 games. That? Three now. Okay. Three. Three. That's – who was our, our offense? And this doesn't make – somebody's going to say it doesn't make sense. He doesn't control that. It's the offense that he – it's the scheme that he puts him in. He puts him – the route combinations are fucked up. The concepts are fucked up. Dirt Cutter is – I'm not going to say that. That's the most fucked up thing I could say. But Dirt Cutter is the reason why we were so bad. Yeah, we're scoring a decent amount of points, but you're putting people in fucked up situations. Kyle Shanahan used to move Julio around and get him open. Dirt Cutter. Oh, I'm sorry. Devontae Adams. Adams. Dirt Cutter is just having Julio go out and run regular route concepts, and and everybody's all over him, dude. We're throwing into triple coverage on Julio Jones instead of Kyle Shanahan moving him around and having him run specific routes that get him open. And if he's not open, we're not even looking his way. But that's not how it was with Dirt Cutter. So you don't. Julio had to do. Go ahead. No, no, no. I said Julio had to go above and beyond to get 700 yards this year before so you he went I think there's a – like, give me a percent chance that you think Julio – okay, percent chance Julio Jones is on, on a different roster next season. 30%. There's a percent. I mean, that's pretty good. I'm not saying he won't, but 30%. What about what's more of a chance, Matt Ryan or Julio Jones going on a different Julio. team? Okay. Yeah. I think now that Arthur yeah, – Yeah, Julio. I, I think Arthur Smith coming – I, I don't Ryan think either – or one of them are going, um, just because of. I don't uh, either. Especially just because of the contracts. Yeah, contracts, and then Julio. Julio is still dynamic. I mean, he could still make plays, and he's still a top receiver, even even though he's aging. Guys, so, um, we're talking about aging. He's thirty-two years old now. Here's the thing. Yeah. That's a receiver, but he is a dominant. That, one. that is old it for a receiver, though, bro. Once you hit your thirties, that's wrong. One now, and I'm, yeah, it's not it's not a quarterback, bro. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks are usually still in their prime in their thirties, but like running backs and receivers, they're the ones doing the running and, and yeah. taking the hits. So, but running backs um, have a five-year life expectancy in the league. Receivers have a little bit longer than that. Look at the levels. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just mean like when well, they, they hit their thirties, when they hit their thirties, right, is when they start to slow down, slow up a little bit. I mean, you are going to find a little bit of you know, you know, gold mine or whatever you want to call it that are still balling in their 30s but um I, I, and like i said i still think julio's capable of that i think julio could come back if he's healthy all 16 games you know he's gonna put up numbers and, and, and yeah. make plays when we, when, we, um, when we did our ranking 
Kim, where did you have Julio? This is a while ago, but this is when AB was still relevant. But I take that back when, when AB, AB was on the Steelers. And yeah, 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 I had Julio too. So I always had AB one and then okay. Julio two. And I know, Sean, you and I had Julio one, right? But yeah, and then, yeah. And then I obviously put Julio one when AB went apeshit. So um, yeah, so then I put Julio. It was unanimous. So, you, he's my second. He's like my second. So. As your running back? He's better than Brian. Well, Hill. yeah. But do you like him, or do you think they go after one, sign one, keep Todd Gurley? I think I think Todd Gurley's gone. He's out of there. But I think that um, we do draft one, probably okay. at four. So who do you? I mean, who do you? Who do you? If Justin Fields is there, do you snag him? No. Why no. waste the really? Whoa, no, he's not sliding past four. You want to put money on it? Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not sliding. No, he, you, oh, wait, wait, what? He's going to the, I think he's going to the Yeah, Jets. I do too. I, be, I think yeah, 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 yeah. I do too, I do too, I do too. But I'm just saying, if he's there at four, you don't think the Falcons will grab him. I, you want to put money on it? We'll throw $20 on it. If he's him. there at four? How about this? I don't think we don't need him either. How about this? How about this? Fuck money. If I win, you have to do a leg workout with me. <laughs> if you win, whatever right. you want. Right now I gotta think of something. <laughs> and I'm gonna... We gotta do a hit cardio workout. Okay. Yeah. But that's if he's available at four. And then go from there. Okay. Yeah. Well air shake. Cool. All right. So anything else you want? Oh, actually let's talk one more thing about the Falcons. So and then we'll move on to the main thing, because uh, I can't be on too too long. But um Okay, so let's say Matt Ryan stays. Let's say Julio Jones stays. They have the same roster. They got, you know, your new head coach, your new GM, all this. They bring in a – let's just say they bring in a vet running back or a rookie. What's your thoughts? I know it's way too soon because you don't even know who they're going to go after, minus the free agents in the draft. What's your thoughts on next season? Are they going to be a better team? Yes so. or no? okay. Oh, and that, that plays into what I was going to say earlier. Our issues this year was, were coaching. 100%. There's no doubt about it. You cannot have eight – eight leads going into the fourth quarter in a season and lose them all with it without it being coaching it's clock management it's it's scheme we have talent we there's no bro like we have talent our our issues were with with uh Dan hey Quinn. sorry breaking news rob gronkowski is working on a one-year deal on nfl network he just he wants to play for the bucks what is that what nfl network Oh, Joey, uh, Joey Knight underscore, oh, TB Times underscore Bulls off Twitter. Hashtag Gronk working on a one-year deal. Just said on NFL Network he wants to play for the Bucks again in 2021. So there you go. Oh, okay. So he is good. Gotcha. Um, if we can get somebody that understands football, because obviously, the uh, I mean, Raheem Morris understood a little bit. Jeff Ulbrich didn't. Um. I liked him. I liked him a lot. I liked him as our linebackers coach. When he went to defensive coordinator, I kind of felt like that was a little bit too much for him. Uh, so we just need somebody that understands football. Arthur Smith being the offensive minded guy that he is while also understanding defense because he did play, he was a defensive quality control coach when he first came into the, to, when he coached, when he first got in the Titans. Um, plus he's bringing in his, his own defensive coordinator who he believes um, 
That was the guy that shut Lamar Jackson down last year. Remember when they played the? He, the I'm, I don't want. Uh, I don't want to talk about well, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, and then he shut down Tom Brady. They beat Tom Brady in the in the uh, was it wild card round last year? Mm-hmm. Um, um, was it divisional? I think it was. No, it wasn't. No, it was wild. No, it was wild. It was wild card. Yeah, no, it was wild card. Because that was the first yeah. time Tom Brady played in the wild card. Right? Yeah, because the Titans. Oh, beat I thought the this year Titans. was the first year Tom Brady played in the wild card. No. Are you sure about that? Yeah, he played last year in the wild card. Because, um, yeah, he did. Through the pick six? 100%. Okay, you 100%, go yeah, because the Titans beat the Pats, and then the Titans beat the Ravens, and then they lost to the Chiefs in yes. the AFC Championship. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah. Um, Keep going, Sean. That was a wild card. So we're getting a defensive coordinator that understands defense. That's, that's huge for us. Just somebody that understands because we have the talent. While I think Ricardo Allen won't be there next year, we still have DeMonte Casey. His issue is he needs to stop yeah. leading with his head. Stop throwing your body at people. You're not a literal missile. You're a human being. Um, so we, we have the talent. We just need a corner. Oh, we need a corner. If we get somebody else to compliment A.J. Terrell on the other side, bruh, that's going to be mean. And then, obviously, increase, like get that pass rush going if we can keep people healthy. But, yeah, I think we'll be better. I don't – will we be back in the playoffs next year? I don't, I don't know. I, could, I can't say. But I think we'll be the leagues better. I, I don't think we'll be out there. I think – I think y'all are going to fight for a two seed. If if what we talked about earlier in the podcast kind of happens, whereas, like, the Whoa. Saints are not the same. Exactly. I mean, theoretically or realistically, if you look at that, the Bucks, as we just saw, Rob Garkowski wants to stay, are probably going to be somewhat of the same team. So they're going to probably be – and this is not me as a Bucks fan. This is me realistic. Because, remember, I, before this, I didn't even think the Bucks were going to win the South. I was realistic. So this is – on paper, it then means the Bucks will probably be number one. Right. And then it'd probably be the Panthers or, you know, and it, or the Saints – or, I'm sorry, the Falcons working for that number two. We're going to beat the Panthers out. And, Alex, you could – Alex, you could bet that. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, I guess we could just now transition into the whole main event. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the, the sweat. The Greg Van Brown. Oh, that's the round three. Round fight. three. The, <laughs> the, the epic match that's about to happen tonight. I mean, we all know every Bucks fan, every Brady fan, every Saints fan knows what's happening tonight at 640. We got Bucks for Saints. And we're going to talk about our, our final, when we're ending this segment, we're going to give our predictions, which I don't want to give mine, so I'm probably not. Um, give yours. Why are you uh, scared? Because, man, I'm so, you, <laughs> I don't think you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Never, bro. I just it, it is a it's an exciting, but it's also because it's like nerve, it's, it's nerve wracking, man. Because think about it, it man. Is. Just realistically think about it. I mean, I know Sean, you're there right now, but it's like, damn, bro. We were waiting for this season to happen, and NFL football is like this, and it's like we could theoretically, realistically, like this could be the final game we watch the Bucks till next August. Like it's like, god damn, dude. So it's like nerve wracking yeah, on that. But you gotta be, you gotta feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, we made this playoffs but it's playoffs, like i mean yeah. we could and be we sitting right now on the couch on a, you know so and we're still in spider man so. computer you like that kit seat thingy but um and be the number four pick in the draft but you know we're in the divisional round so Listen. uh we're moving on but anyway no. No. Hey. but yeah it's so about we time the yeah <laughs> we'll give you one year. we'll give you one year thanks two years two years but um 
But yeah, man, I'm nerve wracking. I'm I'm nervous. But anyways, let's talk about that game. Some of the highlights. So we'll start off with uh, with Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray potentially, most likely being out. Give me your yes. guys' thoughts. I saw they're unlikely to play, so that's big for the Bucks because you know, especially Taysom Hill, he's one that you know they bring in for those special packages, and he's definitely done his damage against us. So um, that's big for the Bucks, man, because he. We now know we don't have to worry about those special packages of them bringing in Taysom Hill and have to worry about that. So it's going to rely uh, solely on Drew Brees and his arm. So, and then obviously it looks like Kamara, if, if Murray can't go, Kamara is going to get the workload. So, um, which he norm, they normally don't do that. They normally bring in Murray quite often no, they got to, another. to give, to give Kamara. I know they have, I'm sure they have another guy that they'll bring in, but. I'm sure they're not going to trust him in the divisional round as much as they would have Murray, you know. So I think Kamara is definitely going to get a huge workload, so look for that. Um, Taysom Hill is obviously out or most likely out. And then um, it's big. It's huge for the Bucks. I mean, that's an advantage. Again, on the other side for us, Rojo is a game-time decision. I've seen where he's leaning towards he might play, but, again, he could be out, so – you know, that's definitely a, a help for the Saints, too. But um, that's that's big news. That's big news for the Bucks. So it, it gives them a, uh, gives me a little more sense of relief and hope that we can we could definitely uh, pull this thing off and, and go to the championship. NFC championship. Go ahead, Sean. Um, about the, I about the Taysom Hill, no, no. you know, Murray. I just had to take a swig, swig of, uh, you know, my Key Lime. Uh, key Lime Pie. Yeah. Are you, are you sponsored through no, Bang? No, but uh, <laughs> hey guys, can you can you help I mean, me it's up? promoting Bang like the whole day. <laughs> um, Taysom Hill going out is 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 pretty huge. I'm not gonna lie because they do use him. Who calls him the gadget player? Is that um Stephen A. Smith? He yeah. is. They call he, him the Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife, yeah, because yeah. he essentially he can do yeah. whatever he wants. He can whatever they ask him to do. He'll go out there and play safety if he needs to. For real. Um, but um, without that gadget, gadgetry, if you will, is that a word? Um, without any of that, it kind of limits the game to just basic football, uh, cut cut and dry football that the Saints like to play. I hate the Saints, but um. I'll just put that out there. Uh, but you can't deny the fact that Alvin Kamara taking that workload, if he does, I just looked up their running backs and they really don't have anybody who is um, who stands out like an eyesore, you know what I'm saying? But uh, Alvin Kamara is capable. Um, I think they're the only team that was able to run on you guys, right? No. The, um, uh, was the, uh, was I mean, the he, scored t- he scored touchdowns on us, but he only got like 60-something yards. Something like um, that. Yeah. So, yeah. But he's uh, he scored like two or three touchdowns on us, so he definitely scores on us. Yeah, if they get in the red zone, he's right. probably getting in. But um, that's not what they do. And a lot of people like to pride themselves. It, a lot of Bucks fans, I'm not just talking about y'all, but they pride themselves on y'all being the number one, um, r- having the number one rush Second. defense. Right? Year in a row. But nobody runs on you anyways. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, they all just just literally air the ball out. Brian and Hill, Brian Hill ran on us. For us, really? 
Remember, he had that long run. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, look, Brian Hill sucks. Anyway, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like him. But, um, sorry, I got Apple Watch. Um, he okay. So Alvin Kamara is able to carry that load. I think. I think he. Can, I hate giving them props, bro. This sucks. Now, what I can, t- what, what we can talk about for the Bucks is that um, your past defense has gotten a little bit better. Now we can talk about the level of competition that you guys have played, but we won't get into that. Um, if they're confident, they can play well against Michael Thomas. What's he going to run a slant again? Like, y'all got good. Dev, uh, Devin White is back tonight, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. Devin White's That's fine. There, there goes that. Um, the only person, the X Factor is going to be Emmanuel Sanders. He's the, he's the X Factor. That, you know, and who's he going to be lined up on? Are they going to move him around? Is it going to be uh, Carlton Davis? Yeah. Carlton Davis? That's his name? Is it going yeah. to be him lined up across Emmanuel Sanders? You know, there's so many questions. We don't know the matchup this week. We don't know the matchup. We know – we already know Lattimore versus – Evans, we know that's going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the opposite side of the ball, what are we looking at? What are you know? What is the matchup that we're going to see? So what? What do you? What do you? Um, what do you? How big would it affect the Bucks if Rojo can't play? I, I think that's. I think that's huge too because that's your premier running back. Yes. Yeah. So we're going with Leonard Fournette. Now, Leonard Fournette is not a slouch. I do not think he is. I think he is a, a very talented back. Obviously, we know what he did at LSU and in Jacksonville, but he's getting older as well. He's not if, – if, if we're being realistic, he's been in the league – what did I say? Five years of the life expectancy on, on average. Right. And he's coming mm-hmm. up there soon. So um, his step is starting to come down. He's still here. Mm-hmm. He was here. He's here. It's starting to come down. Rojo is getting here, and he's you know what's he was this three? Yeah. three? Yeah, he's fine. This is third year. So, and he's got the breakaway speed. He's the one that busted the largest yeah. run in Tampa Bay history, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but but your blocking scheme is what opens up those holes. So if you guys can still block, you guys can still have an effective running game. You just won't have that that home run hit and all you need is an effective running game against New Orleans, but um, it, you're going to take a hit with him being out. I, I'm just trying to think. I mean, Leonard Fournette didn't do too bad last week, but that was, yeah, he did pretty good. against a, a good Washington. He, Washington. And that's yeah. a solid defense. That's a very solid defense. It's not five. Yeah. What happens if I still call them the Redskins? Am I going to jail or something? <laughs> There's, Still, a lot of people that call them this Redskins or the Skins um, or whatever. So it is um, what it is. Are you going to jail? <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be in Facebook jail. Facebook jail you'll be, 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 <laughs> be a riot. Be I'm going to get canceled. I'm going to get canceled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have you, oh, no, people no. out there with pitchforks. Uh, you know what? You I'm, I'm, we need to go on this other tangent. I'm sorry. Sean, you are no longer ever, Why? ever. Stop. Why? Talking about shit on Sunday. You're done. You're done. <laughs> no, it's not, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's good thing we're off. talking about this. No, we're good thing we're talking about this oh because God, it's funny, bro. It's funny. 
Because if I don't point it out, you will, Ashcon. Cameron, you kind of do sometimes. But it's y'all, y'all do this. We talk about re- refs. Every, anything. Um, refs, Ashcon, you be on the refs just like I do. It's just I do it more often because it happens a lot. Y'all have the refs on your side this year. I remember when y'all didn't have the refs on your side, you were the first one to do it. It was always you. Dude, we were the most penalized team through the first seven, eight games, they said. So the first half of the season, we're the most penalized team. Go ahead, John. Realistically, yeah, you <laughs> Yeah, you That's were. what I'm saying. You, all right, so this but is what I, you do, Sean. When you watch the game, your, your, your take is, I hate the Bucks. okay? You're watching the game because you hate the Bucks, And that, th- there's, no, there's no way to work around it. So you're like, all right, I'm going to find whatever I can to see, for example, the refs. The refs could miss clearly calls against the other team. But as soon as they miss one against the Bucks, Sean is like, oh, no, that's there, not there true. it is. There, there's one right there. Oh, 100%, it's 100% true. It's 100% true. Oh, let me tell you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you. So when you watch the game today, because we all know you're going to watch it and you're going to be on Facebook and all this shit, take a look. When we're on defense, take a look at Jason Pierre-Paul and take a look at Will Golston, how much they are held and missed, like missed holding calls oh, almost all both of them. All the time, bro. And I say it, and it's literally repetitive. And I just don't post it, but I'm saying it when I'm with people. I'm like, bro, look at the missed call. And I granted, I know it's a lot for the refs to look at, but it's like the calls not, we're not getting to. But what I'm saying is watch it, bro. Now watch it. Now that you see, hear me say and see that I'm saying it and all this shit, watch it. Because you're going to see it, that he gets held on the inside and all this BS. And you're going to be like, okay, you know what? Ash on the camera had a point. There's a lot of missed calls. But that's so, all I'm going to say. No. But Sean, honestly, I'm, hey, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to get they're, some shit. If they're right. holding him here, Y'all, that's not holding. That's not holding no, I know. And I, if they, I, know the, I know the rules are holding. Just watch. That's it. All right. I'm going to watch. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. Okay. You want me to wait, or you want what do you? No, but no. Go ahead. What's your so okay. What's your take on, on the refs? What you're saying is partially true, but I am. I watch the other teams, and if they if they do miss calls, like I watched the Saints Bears game. The Saints got they they were they were kind of on there. That's why I told Ashcon, and you weren't here yet, but I told Ashcon the Saints do get ref help too. But when the Falcons. When I, um, there were a couple missed PI calls on us, and I'll be I'll be the first one to be like, "Ooh, he got away with that one." But um, you're right; I can't stand the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Y'all are on TV. I live in Tampa. You're pretty much the only football game I get to watch if it's not the Falcons or the, the freaking. They usually play Miami a lot too on CBS. But like, am I gonna watch Miami? Are you gonna watch Miami? No. No. Okay. See what I'm saying? So for all y'all people, oh, you love the books. No, y'all are the only garbage that I'm watching. <laughs> if it's not the Falcons, if it's the Falcons, I'm gonna watch. Yeah, but, um, but going back to the refs, you guys get the most bogus BS. Let's go back to the Falcons uh, Bucks game. Both of them because it happened in both games on special teams. If your player pushes me in the back. I have no control over my body. If I'm shoved in my back, I'm falling forward and I can't stop it. Then I run into your player. Your penalty needs to be called, but they're not doing that. That's bullshit. Yeah. Sorry, can I cuss? That's bogus. Oh, I was going to say, that's bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> that's bullshit. 
They did it. It's actually, it's actually an offset, huh? though. It's supposed to offset. But it can't. It, no, it should not offset. Your penalty caused me to do that. If, if you guys don't push in the back, I don't do that. Oh, you need pretty to do that. Yeah. I do. I do. Serving. Yeah, bro. It's the best pre-workout. I don't mean to. Well, and this is a tangent off of a thing. This. So for, what I'm holding is cream of rice. This. No, nah, bro. But I eat this shit like fucking every day pre-workout because <laughs> it's like easiest digestion. You get a sick ass pump. So this, and then put a two and a half or whatever you do a protein. Mix that bitch in. I'll show you what I'm doing. It is the best pre-workout. I can literally. You can eat this and work out in 20, 20 minutes. Uh, Alex. I got you. Yeah, it was, was like a last-minute thing, but I got mixed up. Last can you just um, come on? You got him? If you want to go on, come on. You just for a little bit, Alex. Well, I said next time, let him know. So ask him. Can you just quickly come on? Right on Facebook. Tell him to come on, Alex. If you if you're on, bro, we can add you in if you want. Yeah, I don't we'll know. On that. But, let me, but but listen, that was some garbage, bro. And then on top of that, we're gonna do that. Let's go back to the AJ Terrell thing. Realistically, and I looked it up. Me and me and Cass had to say we we talked about this. Realistically, they called pass interference and face mask in the same play. However, it wasn't pass interference. Face mask, it happened. Not saying it didn't. You can't deny that he grabbed. You know what I'm saying? Mike Evans' whole head. He did the exorcist. That happened. That's 15 yards. But the fact that they tacked on two penalties when pass interference didn't – the ball wasn't even out of Tom Brady's hand. They did yet. that same call, though, last week against another team, which I was watching that game. Even I was like, I've never seen that happen. And you then – Am I going? Am I good? No, you're good. Okay. You're good. And they called that. I'm like, holy shit. But if you actually – holy shit. If you actually watch no, it, it not, was the correct call. Not, well, okay, not against us. You can't call oh, pass interference. You. My bad. No, yeah. we're, talking, we're talking about something two different things. If it happens, if the ball, when the ball leaves Tom Brady's hands, and once that ball is in the air, yes, that can be pass interference. But it's not pass interference if I don't throw the ball yet. The ball has to be out of the quarterback's hands for it to be pass interference. That was the wrong call. Face mask, yes. I'm not saying that face mask did not happen. That's 15 yards with the fact that y'all got 30 yards on some bullshit. Like, that's what I'm talking about, man. The Bucks get that garbage all the time. You know who else does? The Saints. But you know who else does? Um, sometimes Kansas City gets calls to go for them. But, yes, I hate the Bucks, so, of course, I'm going to call you all out for being bogus. But, like, like, come on, man. Like, Bro, you, I, you, have, to, you have to look at it like this, though. There he is. The refs. What bro, else what's going on? Yeah. The refs. Pick my face. The refs, it's going to happen every game. There's going to be there's going to be calls, knuckleheaded calls, or crazy calls where you're like, "What the? Why would you call that?" Or there's going to be missed calls. But a lot of help. But you can't. But yeah, but you can't always. You can't expect, like Ashkan was saying, you can't always expect the refs to call something as far as like holding and stuff like that. You can't call it every play because they could call it every play. So you're not. You don't want to watch a game where. There's constantly penalties, and then and then we're screaming at the TV, "Yo, just let them play. It's football. Let them play. It's contact." But the issue so, is, is that they're gonna. If it benefits Tampa, they're not going to call. That's the problem, and that's because you. That's yeah, right right there. And, and that's that's BS, bro. Because there's been there's right. been right. there's been penalties. There's been penalties that they never called that they could have called against the team. And so forth, I guess. So, but let's so. go, but let's and like go. I was saying, we were the most penalized team for like the first seven games of the season. But, so, you know, that okay. you, you can't say, can't I'm not say saying they're gonna the call. refs were always with us or whatever. Time, but if it's, it, 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 look at it like this, right? Was that, was that argument?
game was at Washington? Where the where the guy was that our game? I'm trying to think with the with special teams when the ball bounced and then the dude picked it up and nine times out of ten it's blown dead. But the guy picked it up and kind of walked into the end zone and was like waiting for the refs to call and they didn't. Then they went ahead and were like, okay, but now it's a touchback since he went through the end zone. Like, what the fuck? You guys didn't blow it dead. That's on y'all. So that should have just been – it should have just been where it was. But they instead, they're like, okay, we're going to go ahead and give it a touchback so Tom Brady can start the fucking 20 instead of at the nine where he picked the ball up. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, the commentator no idea. Let's go. was like – I think that was last week in Washington. I don't think so. Why do I feel like that was – well, it was Washington and the Falcons were back-to-back, so I think it, it might have been our game. I don't even to be honest. remember that happening. Especially teams play where, where they punted it. It, it happened. Where's Cash? It was against the Falcons. It, it was, was against, against the Falcons. Falcons. That's, I know you're so I, that's what I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Our season was up in Shanghai. What happened, what happened again? I forget. Because I, I think I might I'd be agreeing with you. Y'all punted. Uh-huh. The ball – um, bounce, but it looked like it may have hit a Tampa player. No, it didn't hit. Did it didn't hit. This? Exactly. No, it, didn't. it did not hit him. Okay. But the fact of the matter is, is that once the ball is touched, usually, like, once the ball is touched and picked up, that's blown dead. But the guy... Uh, oh, our, yeah, they call our, it a touchback. They yeah, call it, it a touchback. It should have been done at the five, but because he continued to run the ball into the uh, end zone, because he thought that... Because uh, nobody blew player, anything. Yeah, he yeah. thought the player had touched it, so he continued to Ball into the uh, end zone. They call it a touchback when it should have been dead. But that's oh, okay. It, but it's it's like Tampa gets that. Tampa usually gets shit like that. It's gonna happen today. Notice, but I didn't even notice that. well, that's that that's another like stupid little rule. Like uh, Dakota Prescott. Sorry, yeah, Dakota. Um, <laughs> exactly. That um, they can have the ball instead of deferring. So the Cowboys ended up kicking uh, the ball in the first quarter and then ended up losing the ball at halftime uh, first. It's another little sticky stipulation like that. They – That nobody knows even exists. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's – they will pull out all the stops to benefit Tom Brady. I'm not going to – I'm going to stop saying Tampa because it's realistically it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady gets calls. We're not going to act like Tom Brady don't get That's calls. what I'm saying. I'm, I'm – to say it's more or less to help Tom Brady because it's usually on defense it's not really it's kind of like they don't they let him play more often on defense but when it's when Tom Brady's get ready to get the ball or when they're on offense it's usually kind of like oh flag or or what happened they didn't do it okay like it's it's I, I just don't have respect for that but at the same time y'all are getting ready to go up against New Orleans who gets the same shit so I can't wait to oh. see that I'm anxious to see that Oh, my bad. I was I'm, I had to ask you a question. So the whole remember we were talking about Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. I wanted to ask you actually. Sorry to talk about something. And you know, Alex, you could chime in on this too. Um, do you think the reason he's not getting hired is he's not doing well on the interviews? There's a rumor that that's happening, but also there's rumors that that's false. That he because is doing fine. Who was the damn bro? This is gonna bother me now. Who was the NBA head coach that? Is it Eric Shaw? Well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not familiar what happened. Did you guys watch basketball? I, I do, but I don't know. I, watch, I was I don't remember the, the yeah. situation. Oh, I think it's Eric Shaw. Damn. Who was it that's like consistently getting these interviews but not landing a job and everybody's like, what the hell? All right, move on. I think it's Eric Shaw. I think that's his name. Um, so you see, I was just, um, that's just my question. Yeah. Because I just saw something about Eric Bieniemy. Do you think it's that? No. Listen, one, 
Eric Eric Bieniemy is still obviously in the playoffs. He's I don't think they can. It's kind of the same thing with Terry Fontenot. Nobody knows that we've pretty much hired him. Somebody may have hired Eric Bieniemy, and we just don't know yet. So you know, unless it's that team, I kind of feel like it's Houston. But like we, none of us, literally none of us follow Houston. So you know, like we know we hired Terry Fontenot, but neither of y'all know that, right? Just like Ben put in the comments, he didn't know in the comments, he didn't know that. Bienemy, so so when we were going through the process of of uh trying to hire Bienemy, that there was one article that came out that said that he did not do well, and then there was one that contradicted this one and was like, wait, no, he was fine, you know, but we can't hire him yet. Um so there, there's no telling unless you're sitting in that room, you know what I'm saying, like. We don't know. I think we went with Arthur Smith because he feels well, I wasn't he fits talking, our. Talking about the Falcons, I'm in just general. In general, but yeah, I still, yeah, but yeah, but that, but that, but still, what I'm saying applies. We don't know that. We don't know it, what's it, happening in these rooms. Go ahead, Alex. It can't just be um, that he's doing bad. It's got to be something that he's saying because this is a it's a legal thing. You know, um, and I just want to go back to the whole thing with Josh McDaniels. Remember, Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator. Uh, Josh McDaniels just uh, couldn't head coach. So it goes to show you that just because you're a great offense coordinator don't mean you're going to be great uh, coach that mm-hmm. entire team. Yeah, you got to you know? coach an entire team and uh, be the chief in command. I got a good question for you, Sean. Mm-hmm. But also, they're coming at trying to come at Joe Brady because Joe Brady's an mm-hmm. analytics guy. Eric Benjamin may not be this guy so it just really comes down to because he's an older dude he's not coming from that generation of analytics, which i'm still not all that much of a fan of but still um if that's what they're looking for that's the reason why they're not picking mm-hmm. him so, we almost took joe brady from you bro he was he was the, he if it wasn't arthur smith it was gonna be joe brady we were gonna get him i don't know why you can take teddy bridgewater with him uh yeah i was gonna say i don't I don't know why I, I don't want Joe Brady. I think he needs more time in the NFL before he can be seasoned. He's a great offensive mind. I'll say he's a good offensive mind. But I don't. I don't think that would have been weird you, for me. You could take <laughs> Tay Bridgewater with him. Love God. What was um, what about Sean? Oh, go ahead. If you guys no, I was going to ask what. Oh, okay. you, you were going to say something. What was your thoughts thoughts have been, and what are your thoughts about if Raheem Morris was going to give another a full season as coach, and what's your thoughts about Raheem Morris? Okay, that's a good question. Um, he showed flashes of being a great head coach because, you know, realistically, we've since Raheem Morris, when Raheem Morris took over, we, let, we lost two four-quarter leads, one of them being, well, three, one of them being the Lions game, and it was like, it realistically wasn't his fault. We told Todd Gurley, hey, don't score, and he scored anyway. Um, so that that's not Raheem. I can't blame Raheem Morris. We told you. I said, don't score. I can't control you like Madden on the field. Don't score, but you scored. We would have won that game. The Bucks won, bad. The, uh, the Chargers won, bad. So, um, I, I, don't, I, I think Raheem Morris took over with the same coaching staff. He still had Dirk Cutter. You still had Dirk Cutter. Which you should have fired him. That's on you. You went ahead and fired the special teams coordinator, but you didn't fire Dirk Cutter. That's your fault, bro. So yeah, 
Maybe he's not that good of a head coach. He doesn't see what he needs around him. I, I, I like Raheem Morris, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I liked him, but he's not. I think the Falcons are going with the offensive um, mind because we – let's be real. All y'all can agree, fa- offense or defense, which – who – like the Falcons' identity, offense or defense? Oh. Offense, right? It's been off- so – you might as well utilize what you have on offense while bringing in somebody who understands defense to help with the defensive side of the ball. Just need somebody. We can outscore teams. You just need somebody to hold. Maybe just stop somebody once or twice. Bro, that's – oh, my God. Just make a couple stops a game, bro. Like, is that too much to ask? Make a couple stops a game, man. But, you know, um, I think – Raheem Morris is more of a defensive-minded guy. So I think what we're doing with this future, the future of the franchise is going offensive-minded. And, and if we're looking um, at the league in general, who are the guys that are winning right now? The offensive guys. Even Bruce Arians is, is an offensive guy. Um, That's because the book sold out a mortgage and what did I got everybody. In the- what did I say? Told y'all. Anyway. Um, but yes, but even so, even before that, let's like take off the, the mortgage. Let's take that out of there. Even before that, Bruce Arians, when he was, you know, when he was over in Arizona and, you know, all that stuff like that, he he's an offensive minded guy and he, he wins a decent amount. So, I mean, he's still doing pretty well as an offensive minded guy. Andy Reid, um, the, um, the only one, Sean McDermott, that's a defensive-minded guy. That, but them boys. They had the second most high-scoring uh, offense in the league this year. Like, no one saw that shit coming. It's the Bills. Nobody saw that. Nobody saw that coming. Mm-hmm. I've been defense, defense, defense. Now, all of a sudden, I was out there throwing for 4,500 uh, yards, 37 passing touchdowns, and rushing for because, And nobody yeah. saw that coming. Yeah, but Sean McDermott is brilliant because Sean McDermott went the opposite way of what I'm talking about. Sean McDermott said, I'm going to make this stellar defense and I'm going to bring somebody in who understands offense and let him handle that. You know what I'm saying? I'll take care of defense and the um, operations side. I'll bring Leslie Frazier's old ass in and have him kind of just act as the defensive coordinator, just like you guys have Byron Leftwich. Is Byron Leftwich calling plays, though, really? I think he is more now, again. I think he's actually, like, getting um, – Y'all know you you've seen my comments about Byron Leftwich, but um, I think he's actually getting better. I think there's a difference between being involved in the game plan versus. No, I think he's calling plays because 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 there was a comment Brady went up to Byron Leftwich and said, "Yo, you're on fire right now." But then there was also the time where he looked at he looked he was calling the plays because I know Brady was calling the plays and then remember that one in the end zone the other day and he was like stupid fucking play he like see could mute his mouth yeah so you know maybe they I think he is. But I mean, I mean, I mean, realistically, we all know what's happening. If Leftwich is, which he is, I mean, and then Tom Brady audibles at the line, but it's still like the same uh, unit that's out there that Leftwich wants, you know? Yeah. So that's probably. I mean, that's everybody. That's then you could say the same thing about um, the Packers. Nathaniel Hackett versus Tom, um, Matt yeah. Lafleur. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh yeah, and then Aaron Rodgers. 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 Because yeah. um, I don't think Nathaniel Hackett is calling those. But players, I'm just. If I'm being one hundred percent. Okay, but you, you might be right. I mean, he is. They're all calling plays now. I mean, they're not just a wasted body on the sideline. Yeah. But it's you know, 
we don't okay we're not there so we don't know we're just making assumptions yeah. anyways we're going on let's let's stick to the let's go back to the books for saints i feel like we haven't even really talked about yeah. it. right so let's go i feel like y'all don't want to i feel like y'all scared I don't. I'm, not, I'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it on y'all bro i'm so I'll nervous I'll about I'll this I'll game that it's just you like, should be i mean like that so it's very hard to beat the same yes. team three times so this is my thing being said about that so it's like I can't see the Saints beating us three times, but I don't see the Bucks beating the Saints. The the Saints are legitimately the team that is built yeah. to beat what the Bucks got going on now. Yes, that's you can't because their five yard dump off passes to get yet going twenty yards. You can't beat the uh, the Saints defense because their pass rush. We all know that's Tom Brady's kryptonite, and. As much as y'all want to say it, Marshawn Lattimore, he may not be that guy, no, but he's not. locking down the boys out there. Um, Godwin's been dropping like everything. Yeah, one bad game. game. Everything. But, okay. okay. That, that game. Let you me, had let a me, blowout, but Chris Godwin. Oh, 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 I know what you're going to say. You're going to say one thing. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. What, what am I going to say? Go ahead. It's the playoffs. Partially. That's, that, that is okay, but that's part of it. But think about this. Hold on. It's the playoffs, and you guys played the Washington football team. Godwin understands now what's at stake this week. So that the nerves, you think you're nervous? <laughs> Them boys are nervous. He, he can't, well, yeah, I, I agree. He can't do what he, he did against Washington because you can't do something like that against the Saints because they're, they're, they're a team that – you you almost got to play almost a perfect game to beat them. The, I mean, Especially let's face in the it, postseason game too. So. Bucks have to play a perfect game from here on out. Yeah. They win. It's gonna be there yeah, yeah I say it, yeah because it's gonna it's gonna be the same thing. So even if we do beat the Saints, it's gonna be I think even tougher to beat Green Bay in Lambeau. Because so God agrees out there, baby boy. Yeah, and what they did last week. Yeah, that, that Green Bay defense cold. is different. They will yeah, man, their ears back and come at you. Listen, they are not afraid to blitz anymore. Listen, the, the you know, the Saints, I think the Saints and the Packers, they're both built for a championship right now. So realistically, you know, every those team, two teams, every and we, team we, we all know this as Bucks fans, though, Ashton. We knew if we got past whoever was in the wild card, we would have had to go through somehow the or Saints potentially or even the Packers right again. Now. Right. So it was it was inevitable. It was going to happen either way. We, you know, we have to face you know one at one point. It was going to happen. So, um, but but it is true. It is the saying is it's hard to beat a team three times. The thing which which I found interesting, I I saw it on a, a I think it was a one of those sports stream things that I saw online. One guy was saying that the advantage to the Bucks, which I agreed with them, is is that. The Saints, when they shit on us that second game, they pretty much kind of showed who they are and showed all their cards. Because if you watch that game, they pretty much brought out like the house in that game. They were like they were they were there to prove a point. Like we are still the NFC. We run in the NFC South. This is us. This is what we're gonna do. And they they perfected it. So they showed. They pretty much showed all their cards, and if you look back at that game, I'm like, dang, yeah, they did pull out a lot of plays that you probably never seen, or that they have in the back of the playbook that they're like, yep, we're gonna throw that in there and execute it, and so on and so forth. So, and they showed a lot of uh, of what what they do to the Bucks, 
um, especially defensively too, how they like to disguise coverages and blitzes. So I don't, I don't again, I, I, could see, I could see the Saints losing, uh, or I mean, I could see us losing to the Saints, um, but it's not going to be a blowout. Yeah. There's no way it's going to be a blowout. What I, was, I heard, so when I was gone, um, I heard what you guys had said about them showing who they were. That's not necessarily true. Their game plan for you guys that week was just flawless. You got to remember, they didn't open up the playbook on y'all. Y'all made mistakes, which did caused them. The playbook, bro. They were, they did, they did reverses. Taysom Hill was throwing passes. I mean, I know he normally does that, but they were doing some things where, where we've never seen before that's, that we were going into that game, exactly. game to, to, to game plan against them. Exactly, but they knew that. You got to remember, they know. Here's the thing, and this is what Cassie says all the time, and I can I can see it, but Jameis Winston. But I was talking about more. I know I'm sure they probably have more tricks up their sleeves because that's Sean Payton. He has tricks up his sleeves every year. You're saying, but I was talking more on the defensive side. What I'm gonna say is that Jameis yeah. Winston understood what you guys do because he played hold that on, offense. Hold on. Oh, for sure. So he, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think Jameis. I don't even care about that. I'm not this saying he scary. has the playbook. Bro, because there's they're in our division, bro. We know every, all four of those teams that are in our division. We know our you draft based off your division essentially. So I don't yeah. care what Jameis does. Like, yeah, but, he's irrelevant. Hey, but when you come from one side of the coin to the next side of the coin, you know it better than y'all. The Saints know y'all better than we know y'all because Bruce Arians came from a whole different division. And his I agree. Style, I agree. Jameis could could be tapping into some like. I think it's little things, the little things that kind of matter, you know, like certain audibles yes, or certain shifts and stuff like that, that, that Jameis might know that. But you, you got to think, too, though, you know, Saints swept us last year, too. Like, you know, Peyton, Peyton knows B.A. pretty much of what he could do. So we have not beat the Saints under B.A. yet. So it, it's more of Peyton, you know, knows a lot, too. And then obviously, you know, by them having Jameis helps, too, because it, it, the, the little things. Yeah. Um, but we're we're definitely if you've seen the recent games too, before obviously we weren't implementing some of Tom Brady's strengths where he likes to do the whole motion at the line first to see what kind of defense they're running, or where he can actually audible at the line if he wants to, or have like two to three plays inside the huddle, which we weren't doing. So now we've actually have started to do that. So it's definitely gonna be different um for the Saints to prepare for too, because you know, we're, we're going to go more on Tom Brady's strengths now as opposed to that second game was more of him like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to just do the B.A. way. I'm going to sling, try and sling this thing. And we, everyone knows that's not Tom Brady's game and has never been. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be different. That's why I think it's not going to be a blowout because we're, we, we're approaching, we're going to approach the game a lot differently and I do believe we are a different team than when we got shellacked yeah. that second game. I don't so, think that's happening again. But yeah. um, I think the game plan with with um, the Saints – sorry, that you guys would have for the Saints um, is going to be based on recent games. I don't think you guys – I mean, it would be foolish for you guys to go into the, to it based on that game where you guys got smoked. You so know? so we'll, get in, we'll get into that, then that will transition into that. So what – what do the Bucks need to do to be able to win the game? And we'll start with uh, Alex. What do the Bucks need to do to to beat the Saints? 
Cut Donovan Smith. He's actually Andrew left tackle before. <laughs> six o'clock. Yeah, he's actually playing well. He's played well. Cut Donovan Smith. Decent weeks. Yeah. Cut him. Um, stop Alvin Kamara because as long as Alvin Kamara is playing, that the Saints gonna win that game, man. Uh, if you go by stats, sure, Alvin Kamara is not the most previous on stats. He's the best football player on that field, day in day out. I mean, and that's just simple. If if y'all let Alvin Kamara run amok on y'all, it's that's over, bro. Yeah. But sure. cut so, down. So you- so if we if we stop Kamara is what you're saying we'll we'll have a good chance of winning. Definitely because uh, Drew Brees didn't play good, good against um, Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago oh, didn't yeah. play well at all. Mike Thomas was out there and all that. The reason why they won is because Al right. Kamara was balling. So great defense, good pass rush, all that stuff. Al Kamara was even phased by that, and that's the same makeup that the Buffs are going to have to do. They're going to send blitzes. They're going to send pressure. They're going to send everything at. Drew Brees, 127-year-old ass. And Alvin Kamara is the anti-that. So if you can stop Alvin Kamara, you'll be fine. But Donovan Smith got to go. Donovan Smith's going to see the exact same thing. He played well against Washington because you guys he knew. He played Chase Young. That's yeah, why. and you knew. And Chase Young said, oh, so I'm going to get Tom Brady. No, he hold on. Nothing. They doubled. Yes, but what did they do so well? Quick passes. Who? If they do that against the Saints, the oh, you're talking about the Bucks? Yeah, they got, and then and then and then and then um, got the ball out quick, and they excelled uh, on the play action, and they fucking ran the ball. Yeah, but the Bucks that's have a different defense. The Saints, the, the, Saints, all, yeah. the Saints got a good defensive no, core. They got good safeties. They got good. Corners. They're not better than Washington line. That's a, that's a different level. Of, their state, their secondary is better than Washington secondary. Their 100%. defense is not. Their deep, yes, but. You got to understand their yeah, no, Washington's defense. Washington's defense is so good rush. just solely because of that. Yeah, defense. the front. If, the front four, because, yeah. Because you got to think about that. If the pass rush is getting to Tom Brady and knocking him off his, his, his spot, the, he's not going to – the secondary don't got to worry about nothing. They just got to kind of hold it down a little bit. If the, the difference is the Saints' secondary, I can't – Marshawn Lattimore, I think he's overrated, but at the same time, he's still doing a decent job. If he's holding it down in the back end, that gives the defensive line more time. It works the opposite way. It gives the defensive line more time to get to Tom Brady, unless Tom Brady throws it out of bounds, which he should be doing. But um, um, it, that's why – look, y'all didn't throw a single pick against – well, a realistic pick against um, – uh, should have been three. But. Yeah, but uh, against the Saints, that was – they were just confusing the shit out of them. One of them was was uh, was Mike Evans' fault, but um, I think I think it works oppositely. I think their secondary. I stop, man. I hate giving them boys props, man. Why y'all make me do this, bro? <laughs> but okay, um, so so going going to the topic, what do the Bucks need to do to to win? The Bucks need to to effectively run the ball. That's really run the ball, open it, open up the passing game because. If you don't, and they pin, and like I said, and y'all are trying to pass every time. Exactly, exactly what happened last the last game. I know the game plan needs to be different, but you guys need to stick to the run. It needs to, y'all need to stick to it. I know Rojo's out, possibly, right? Did we find game out? Game time. It's still get, he's game time decision. So, so even if it's it. for net, uh, y'all need to run that ball. If you don't run the ball and y'all try to pass on them, they're just going to lock up your receivers and that pass rush is going to get to you. Donovan Smith gonna have a terrible night tonight if y'all don't run that ball. What about also stop stop giving Antonio Brown the ball so damn much. Um, Mike Evans is still the best player on that team. I get y'all signed him, but y'all gotta stop giving that man the ball so much. He's he's, he's good, really but nah. 
But right now he only had he only had three targets last week. So don't do it. Mike had like yeah, but or eight. So I mean, we're still get it's still going to Mike. I mean, we're you can't just say don't throw to AB like. If he's open, throw yeah, it if he's him. open, throw it to him. But <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's the same player no more. I think he's just out there screaming, and that's really about it, man. What about you, Ashcon? What what do the Bucks need to do to win? <laughs> Pray for Jesus. He's, um, so <laughs> he's so nervous. You can see it in his face, bro. <laughs> oh, so Real, but oh. realistically, if you watch, I, I said it. Bucks, I said it to Sean. I said it to Sean earlier, and I'll and I'll add into it. So. We're not – how do I say this? We're not going to shut down Drew Brees or maybe even possibly Ava Kamara. Let's just shit up, be honest. We may hold Drew Brees to less than Drew Brees-like numbers, let's say that, but then maybe Ava Kamara steps up. The key is, is once they're in the red zone, hold them to field goals. So if we can hold them to field goals, because I don't think they can hold us to field goals and not touchdowns, mm-hmm. I think that's huge. So if they have these drives and it gets only a field goal and we score a touchdown, this, that – I mean, I'll take seven over three any day, and I think all y'all will too. So there's that. You guys, you nailed it. Run the ball. But I've said this since week one, so I think that's just pretty much obvious. That's going to be something I say. But I'm going to say, and this is another one, find the mismatches. So if a, if Mike Evans is covered by Marshawn Lattimore and they roll the safety over, right? You got Chris Godwin's on number two. I can't think of who that number two is. Is it Jonah Jones? Gardner Jones. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Gardner Johnson. Okay, yeah. Gardner Johnson. Who's actually? Gardner Johnson. We already said. the slot, though. Yeah, they are. Well, he's listen. I was listening to another. slot. I was listening to another podcast. They said they said Jack Rabbit's going to be following AB if he's on the field. If he's not on the field, he's going. At, he's he's just going to okay. play the number. Two. Yeah, they're, so, they're doing okay. the. Okay. So either way, either way, most likely they'll have a nickel corner on either Chris Godwin or AB or even Scotty Miller. So find those mismatches. Then bring in Gronk as a, as a uh, blocking tight end. And then obviously as a quick little screen pass shuttle and then expose and then let Cameron Bray do Cameron Bray things. Theoretically. And I just said theoretically all like all day today, there's no way we should have all, remember how many three and out drives we had? We had what 67 yards in the first half. We should not, we should have that in the first quarter or first drive like there's just no possible way so i think everything's gonna change and i think we are gonna find those mismatches there's nothing wrong with getting consistently five six yard drives and i think byron left which is starting to learn that who would have thought but there's nothing wrong with that it keeps the offense on the field it keeps there it keeps true breeze off the field and it keeps us going down the field like it's just like it's just common fucking sense. And then exposing and then utilizing the play action, which they did to a T. And I do think Chris Godwin's gonna bounce back. There's that's just not Chris Godwin like numbers. Oh, especially especially outrageous that especially, last game. I don't know what especially if this is his contract. Like there's just no way. And yeah. Chris Godwin, we all like you Sean, you hate the Bucks. Alex, you hate the Bucks, but you gotta uh, admire talent. He's a talented guy. Oh, for sure. And yeah. we all know it. So it's like Do I know if he's a Number one receiver, we still got to see because okay, want all we can talk about that, you know, on another day, different. but like, yeah, that's a different we'll save that, but yeah, and exactly. So, you can't deny that. So, it's like Godwin's not gonna have that game, but then we also need AB to be AB. So, it's like of all these, which all of these that I said could happen, should happen, I think we could win the game, okay, and then, okay. And, and then on defense, I'm gonna just backtrack on on uh, what uh alex said all right okay. alex, we're so, yes. so 
I'm gonna I'm gonna get into to what I think well, Alex, needs to be done. Yeah, go ahead, Ken. And then I, I think Alex had his hand up. Are uh, you? I told. Oh no, it was a, it was just a diss on uh, Teddy Bridgewater. He said drop all passes were. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um. The so what the Bucks need to do number one is to win this game. They need to control the line of scrimmage. So they have to win in the trenches. Um. We all know. Alex said it. If you pressure Brady, it throws it off his game. You know he's. He's vulnerable to pressure, and, and, and it can affect how he plays. So uh, we're going to need to do what we can to obviously protect him. And then, again, to, to Sean's point, if we protect and our O-line is playing well, then we're going to be able to effectively run the ball. So that'll, that'll do good for us. On the defensive side, we have to, have to get pressure on Breeze. We have to pressure – Something that we have not done in recent weeks, that's what makes me nervous, is we have not got enough pressure on the quarterback. That's why we made Heineke look like he could be a starter in this league easily. Yeah, he was balling. And, 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 and the main reason was we didn't get pressure on him. We, we, even when we blitzed, they were, cut, they were shutting down our blitzes, giving him time. He was able to extend plays. Um, granted, granted, you know, Breeze doesn't have the, the – footwork and, and wheels like Heineke has because that, that dude has some some sneaky speed but um and he got out of a couple sacks. But um we have to pressure Breeze and and it's gonna be tough because Breeze is another one that likes to get the ball out quick and they like to do the dink and dunk and then you know a big play every now and then. Um and then on the offensive side and this is this is a this is a big key we have to because the Saints especially against the Bucks, they play a press man on us almost the entire game. We have to win the talent that we have in the receiver position. We have to win those battles. Evans is going to have to beat Lattimore. Lattimore has had him recently had his number. Evans has to get past Lattimore. It has to happen for us to win this game. You know, if Jack rabbit follows AB, AB is going to have to get his and then Godwin obviously cannot, you know, struggle with the drop passes. So that that's the big that I think that's obviously the big one is control the line, but another big one that I think will just put it over the top will solidify a win for us is we have to win those one-on-one matchups um, on the receiver spot. So so let's and then obviously let's talk about what do the Saints need to do, and we'll go with uh, Alex first. Uh, Saints keep Drew Brees up, right? Um, feed Alvin Kamara, man. I love Alvin Kamara. Um, that is the one guy on the Saints that I would give my hat off to every time, and he's not utilized um, enough. He is the rich man, Reggie Bush, what Reggie Bush was supposed to be in the NFL. Um, and I was a avid Reggie Bush fan. Um, another thing is uh, pressure Tom Brady all day long. Send. I really don't see uh, the Saints sending as much blitzes because that's they just don't do that, nor do they need to. They don't need to. Uh, so I think they're going to uh, have uh, a lot of four men up front. So I think Cam Jordan's going to have a hell of a day because Cam Jordan, in no shape or form, is uh, Chase Young. Chase Young. This was a that was a big stage for him. He said he wanted Tom Brady. He got every bit of Tom Brady. Well, he, yeah, he did. Or lack thereof. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got his jersey. <laughs> Yeah. Um, meanwhile, 
your boy Cam Jordan, the uh, homeboy Henderson, and they got a defensive tackle. I cannot remember his name. But them boys have been here before. They know what's going to happen, and they're going to come ready for it. Um, I see this being a very rough game from Tom Brady just because this defense is built to do exactly what how to beat Tom Brady. And they showed it, already showed it twice. But, again, it is hard to beat a team three times. And for both teams, they can't turn the ball over because it's going to be the last time they see that rock. Well, for quite a while with both offenses. History does say that a lot of times you can beat somebody three times in a row. Three times. Twice. Well, they beat us five. But, uh, well, <laughs> history does say that you guys will lose. But also, it's Tom Brady and Drew Brees. You never know. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm not going to go 100% Saints. I really hope both of y'all lose. But um, <laughs> uh, well, that so can't happen realistically. Telling me, Sean, if the Bucks win and we play the Packers, you're still you're gonna go for the Packers. Okay, I think I think that that's oh, yes, that's a, um, yes. He has a you're a fucking sellout, bro. Oh my, he got a shirt. Yeah, he got a shirt. <laughs> you're a sellout. No, no, no. You are. I, okay, so the reason I have that is my nephew. Up. My nephew plays um, for the Packers, uh, so I have that. Oh, okay. Shirt. But okay. it's fitting that I you have get that, that path. I have that shirt, so I'm ready for it. Don't tell. Don't tell me you're gonna wear that if the Bucks play the Packers. Oh yeah! Oh, I hate you. Bro. Oh, man, he's out there slinging bullets, boy. Cassie needs to burn that thing. She knows. All right, uh, go ahead. Uh, what is it? I think it's your turn, Sean. What do they need to do? What are the What are the Saints? Need? The Saints, um, realistically, they just need to throw the ball because it's it. You guys, um, your pass defense is suspect, and now that Taysom Hill, it... <laughs> uh, now that Taysom Hill's not playing, um. Okay. Uh, uh, now that Taysom Hill's not playing, uh, they, they're going to be really reliant on the passing game. Um, Alvin Kamara, like 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 I mentioned earlier, you guys have the number one rush defense in the league, so it would not be in their best interest to try and put the ball solely on Kamara. You know what I'm saying? Because because that's not going to happen. Um, but their passing game is pretty stellar. Uh, Michael Thomas, as y'all know how I feel about that bum. But um, you gonna say? Uh, it? I was gonna no. say you gonna say he's good. I was about to say I was waiting for it. No, Ooh, was, he is good. No, come on, now. he he's is good. good. I was waiting for it. He's he's not he's not as great as people think he is. He's, I mean he's he's a pretty he's a decent receiver. But I mean let's 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 be honest. Right. Ten yard slant. That's it. Five yard slant. That's what we got. You know what I'm saying? On single coverage, what did Mike, Mike Thomas do? I don't. Well, I, I also at this point think he's hampered by the limitations of his quarterbacks. I mean, look in the last two years, he's had broke down Drew Brees yeah. and Teddy Brees. Yeah. So, I mean, so let's wait till he gets on that can throw the damn ball downfield and that's really well. And then, and then I'll I'll have a different tune. We'll see, but. Um, don't I need people to stop comparing him to Julio, but that's another story. Um, Michael Thomas is a blitz beater, which is one of y'all's weaknesses. 
Um, it's going to be a lot of passing. I think they're going to have Alvin Kamara coming out the backfield. They're going to have they're going to be throwing the ball to him. A lot of screen plays. A lot of Michael Thomas slants. A lot of you know it's going to be a lot of BS like that. They got um, uh, um, what's the name? And like I said, Emmanuel Sanders. Who is going to guard him? Dean uh, Jamal Dean. Hopefully is not. he even back yet? Yeah. He is. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's back. Um, it. it, it it's going to be – I'm interested, man. Like, I hate both teams. Like I said, I hope y'all both lose. But at the same time, I'm going to be watching with an open lens because it's hey, like I can't – Who, are you, who are you more rooting for? I don't. <laughs> there you go. No, that's no. such a good question. Come on. Listen. He, Sean, Ed. Deep down, he wants, he wants to no. say the Bucks, but he no, can't. No, Sean, there's no there's – no, there's no, can't say All right, there's no other word that can come out of your mouth the next word you say other than – Either Saints or Bucks. That's it. That's it. That's the only two oh, words you're limited to. No, stop talking. No. Two words. Who are you rooting for more today? Saints <laughs> or Bucks? Neither. You have to pick one. <laughs> one. Pick I can one. do it. It ain't no problem. Go ahead, Alex. Same Bucks. Okay. Oh, Saints. All right. No, Alex will say. Can we boot him out? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's. A, I gotta explain. No, Sean. Oh, no, 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 no. Just answer you the question and then explain. Saints or Bucks. Yes, you can. It's a simple fucking question. What's two plus two? Four. Okay, you can answer that. <laughs> that's question. Simple. <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about? Just, just answer. Saints or Bucks? Stop overanalyzing it. Just pick a team. He's going to have a stroke. because he I know. Has just answer the question. Saints or Bucks? That's it. Those are the only two words you know in your vocabulary. Uh, John, just act like you're frozen. Poor connection. Right. <laughs> yeah, she's doing a good job on that. <laughs> okay, I'm going with the. Yeah, okay, yeah, but no, but realistically, let's say. Oh my God, bro! Just okay, answer the right, question. Right, answer um, this. Who do you? Not who you're going to cheer for, because I know you don't want to cheer for either. Or who do you think is? No, no, no. We're gonna. No, no, no. New Orleans. Well, that's the end. We're gonna end with that. We're gonna have, you, mother clown. New Orleans. Okay. All right. So you, that. New Orleans. Well, so I think the. If he thinks the Saints uh, are going to win, I think no, he's that's not true. Kind of, that's kind of. not true. I I answer so. the question, bro. It's true. common sense. Okay, all right. Who do I want who to win? Are you more leaning towards to like who would you rather like? Not who would you rather. Who are you rooting for? Essentially, yes, this person. Call it downfield. Who right. are you cheering for? He wants the Bucks. Yes. All right, I'll I'll go Thank to Tampa you. Bay. Jesus uh, Christ! I know you hate the Saints, Sean. I hate you. We know you hate the Saints. But I'll tell you, I. Can't root for the Saints, but I also want y'all to get smoked by 12 gauge next week. But um Okay, there you go. I'll explain the Saints thing. So I think the Saints have a like Alex has said, the Saints are built to beat Tampa Bay. So rooting against them is not very smart. But also, I hate them with everything. I hate Tampa Bay less. You don't hate Tampa Bay, bro. You're a secret I fan. Hate we all fucking know it. You notice how we don't say this shit about Alex. Alex, he just, he, we all know he's a Panthers fan. He might chime in on some stuff Bucks do, but you, motherfucker, comment more about the Bucks <laughs> than me and Cameron combined. What are you talking about? You. You're, I'm, no, you be doing yeah, I'm a fucking Bucks. You be Bucks fan, I can't. I don't say but shit I about the good ass Falcons. About the Falcons, but you, but you can't watch the Falcons because I can't. No, I can't. I have. I have the passes. I can watch. We're on. I choose not to watch the Falcons. We're on at the same time when we're not playing. You guys are on. 
Oh, yeah, whatever. Okay, but even if I could watch the Falcons, I'm probably going to watch the Bengals or something instead. It's more irrelevant. Well, you're not, dude. I no, promise you. I yeah. promise you. I have zero interest in the Falcons. Bullshit. Zero. I, that is I don't, crap. Stop the cap. I don't think but Sean, I will say I one think thing. Sean's a secret Bucks fan. Because I only think, because obviously – Cassie's a Bucks fan, so he's he's around Bucks, so he's gonna know about the Bucks. I will yeah. say one thing though: when the Falcons made the Super Bowl run, I was rooting for the Falcons because everybody hated the Patriots. No, I was. It doesn't matter if they played anybody. I was rooting. No, no, I, I, yes, I promise you. How are you gonna tell me who I was, was rooting for? I was. I was. I was because it's. Because at the end of the day, yeah, then you guys would be like, "Oh, we got a Super Bowl too." Like, okay, now the NFC South right. has a Super Bowl. That, that's the why only I didn't team cheer for them because I didn't want them to say, "I got a ring too." No. At the end of the day, the only team I hate, I don't care, is this is the fucking Saints. I can't. Yeah, but stand we can it. all agree on that. And Everybody the, here hates the Saints the most. Then it'd probably be the Panthers now. What? I I yeah. my hatred for Tom Brady runs yeah. higher than both of that. So the fact that he plays I, on the Bucks makes it worse. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it makes it worse. All right, same. So, yeah. so so we we say who's left on the Saints? I think Sean. Did you say you did you say what the Saints need to do? Um, yeah, I, I said. Okay. They need to just pass, pass the ball. it. Yeah, he needs it. Cameron, did you? Um, not yet. So for the Saints, they just need to. Honestly, they just need to. Um, I agree with Sean in a way. They just need to effectively. Um, I honestly, I think they need to hit the big play consistently. So if they if they can hit the big play consistently on us, whether it's Camara running it or swing pass to Kamara or a deep pass to whoever, Thomas or Sanders, if they can consistently do that, then I, I don't I don't think we have I, – I can see them beating us for sure if, if they're able to consistently hit the big play. I'll say that. I'm just going to say not play Jameis Winston, and then we can move on. So let's – let's just get – because I got to get going. Let's get to the final. So let's go to predictions. And I, Sean, you, ruin, you ruined it already. Well, we'll do we'll do predictions, and then we'll do along with that. Who's your X factor for each? Team. Okay. Oh, that's a good. I like that one. Okay, Sean, you already selected the Saints. So, do you want to do so, do you want to do score? Or do you want to just yeah, do can, who's winning? Okay. Do score with it too. Sean, you I mean both y'all. It'll be Sean, do your score and then, Sean and then Alex next. Yeah. Right. So do your score and then do your X factor for both, both teams. teams. 27-20 Saints. I'm going to go ahead and say the X factor on the Saints side is Emmanuel Sanders. I'm going to go ahead and say the X factor factor on Tampa Bay will be fucking Tom Brady. Okay. okay. Alex. All right. Uh, I'm going to say 38-24 to 24 Saints. Uh, X factor on the Saints is going to be their defensive line. As well as Alvin Kamara, uh, X Factor for the Bucks. Uh, I actually gonna give it to uh, the tight end core this uh, today. I think that's gonna be the special thing. No one sees uh, the tight end core from the Bucks being used, so I think that's gonna be the biggest surprise. Um, also, uh, Drew Brees blows his leg out, and James Winston comes out and wins the game. <laughs> oh God! Why right. would you wish it? All right, I'll go. Um, so I'm gonna say, uh, Bucks win it close 20. I'm either like saying 28 27 or 28 24. One of them, it's gonna be close, but I think the Bucks can um pull it off. And then, 
Um, the X factor. Oh wait, shot X out. factor for me. Alex didn't pick his X factor. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Defensive line. And he said the tight ends. Oh. He said Bucks tight ends, and he said Camara, right? Defensive no, line. No, uh, sorry. Defensive line. Oh, Saints D line. Okay. Um, I say the Bucks X factor is Leonard Fournette. So, um, and that's solely off of what Sean's saying. If we can run the ball, then we'll we'll have a big chance to win it. So I think Leonard Fournette, if he has a big game, um, that's big for him. So he's a he'll be our X factor. And then for the Saints. Um, the Saints, I'm going to say, uh, I'll say, uh, I'll say Jack Rabbit. So yeah, Jack Rabbit, um, keeps doing his thing. And then, you know, you, we obviously know Lattimore and Evans are going to have their battle. So if, 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 uh, Jack Rabbit can give problems to Godwin and AB, then that that's a big key for them. And I'm not going to answer this. So you got to answer. Have, we're gonna move no, <laughs> no, 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 bro. I have to. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You, you made. You made Sean say, but he's cheering for the Bucks. So you got to do. I'm not. I'll, I'll give you guys. You I'll give you guys the X factors. I'm not putting you the prediction. I just can't. Like I don't bro. think you understand, bro. I understand. I was there three years ago in the same fucking spot. Bro, All of us were like, there. Well, I don't like none of y'all want, are gonna want to be around me when I watch this game. Like, you see this wall? There will be a hole here probably later. Like, I'm I'm not giving a prediction. I just can't. You have to, bro. You made it yeah, you man. you are, yeah, you, you understand. You okay. on, so for those that are on time, you can't be can't be a hypocrite. Hold on. For for those that don't know, I'm sorry. I said life or death situation. You can yep. only say one word after this. No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> So this, I mean, for those that know, know I own a nutrition store here in Tampa, but I'm not going to go on that. The reason I'm bringing that up is all week. I mean, every every one of my customers that talk to me know I'm a diehard Bucks fan. Like, I, they know I do this and that. They've asked me, "What's your predictions?" I'm like, "I'm not giving it." They're like, "What's your thoughts?" I'm not saying it. I'm only going to tell you what the Saints probably need to do. I haven't even said what. I mean, yeah, I kind of said. It. So I've only said that. Not said it, but I think the Saints or the Bucks are going to win. I said final score. I didn't say yeah. I did it against Washington because I was kind of sure about that. I just can't, bro. It will not. I can't come out of my tongue. So I'm going to give you guys the X factors, and I just can't. Matchcon, you have. Oh, it has to be breaking news, right here. Your prediction. It's about the game's about to start. I understand you don't want to say it throughout the week, but the all game's right, starting in four hours. Fuck it. Fuck it. Only because I love all three of you. <laughs> all love. All love. All love. All right. Bucks win 38-30. Okay. And this is why I'm saying this. There we go. Huh? Here we go. Okay. This is why I'm saying 38-30. I just have a feeling if – and again, this is all opinion. The the Saints, the only way they're gonna win is gonna have a final drive, all this, and they need a two points to win. And that then that's like that's gonna be like what Cam and I be like, okay, if they even if they score, they still need two points. I just have gut feeling about that. So that's my prediction. There you go. You guys pried it out of me. And I only answer I only answer this because Sean answered it. Because if Sean didn't answer, I was gonna yeah, use see, that against that's him. What I'm saying we could, we could. Okay, so yeah. My yeah. X factors, my X factors, I'm going to pick two for the Bucks. is Antonio Brown. I mean, the obvious one is Tom Brady because Tom Brady doesn't play well, then it's obvious. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say the obvious, but I think everybody can say that. It's going to be Antonio Brown and Cameron Bray and even Rob Gronkowski blocking. So those are my X factors. Which, if I had to pick two out of those three, I'm going to say um, Cameron Bray and uh, Antonio Brown. 
For the Saints, it's obvious it's Alvin Kamara, but on the defense side, I'm gonna go with Trey Hendrickson or Henderson. What's his name? Trey Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Trey Hendrickson. I think he is more of an X factor and more dominant than Cameron Jordan. So I'm going with Trey Hendrickson. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, fuck. Going, he's bald this year. Um, Hendrickson. I, I swear to, I swear on Allah, I'm fucking sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> You guys got that out of hey. me. I've, I've withheld, and we're three hours or four hours away from kickoff. Do you feel relieved, bro? No, bro, relieved? I shouldn't have done that. Why? I don't know, Why? man. I don't know. Bro, I'm just fucking You'll nervous. Into it, man. So, it's just that. a prediction, bro. bro. That's all. I'd rather have gotten COVID than gave my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what a – God damn. Yeah. <laughs> See, what if the Bucks win 38-0, bro? You're going to feel – Yeah, and then you'll feel great. 38 like, oh, I said 38-30. <laughs> Didn't give him 30 points at all. Yeah, you know? so there it is. You guys got it. Congratulations. <laughs> all right. uh, also, to another point, and we never made this. We know the Saints are a choke job in the playoffs, so it's happened. Let's see. Let's see if today's the day. Very, very, very the call that they didn't get a couple of years ago. And then the Minnesota Miracle. Very, Yep. And then, yep, Minnesota Miracle. That's what I'm saying. They choke. They okay. choke. Okay. And then Minnesota, Minnesota beat them again right. next yeah. year. You know, in overtime. I got to go get this workout in before this game to kill some time and not fucking have a heart attack. Yeah, I'm about to watch this Chiefs. Yeah. Was it Chiefs Browns? Yeah. In, in Alex. Yeah, the Browns, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're definitely going to. All right. Sean, Alex, wish us luck. Wish me not calling 911 later today. And, my, and hopefully there's no holes in here. They don't want to wish us luck. They want well, I'm talking about my, my health and luck. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't like. I know. I know. I mean, I, both y'all because both y'all teams made the Super Bowl. I know both y'all can relate. Cast. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, Bucks, baby. Wait, hold on. Hey, big game, baby. Cameron, did you? This is recorded, yes. right? Should, it yeah, should show up on the. Okay. Yeah, live usually safe, right? Yeah, safe. Live video. All right, cool. I'm gonna try to post this up as soon as. All right. All right, guys. Go Bucks. Go Bucks.